You need to be able to build your business in the right way with the strong foundations and spend time in, in putting your energy into the right things at the right time to make sure that your business is a success. Hey there, thanks for joining me on another episode of Business Uncensored, the good, the bad and the ugly with me, Joe Bevelacqua. So today I wanted to talk about some of the mistakes that I've seen countless times over my years as a business owner and as a business mentor. I'm going to go through 10 mistakes that some of which might seem quite small, but actually can make a huge impact to your business. And hopefully this maybe open your eyes a little bit and give you some food for thought. So let's get into it. Number one, having no business plan or a weak plan. Having a business plan is absolutely essential when starting or running a business. Without one, you're probably going to be running your business aimlessly with no real direction of where you want to go or what you want to achieve. It's so important to get everything in place before you start up your business. But also just as important to regularly go back and look to see if anything has changed. I see so many people that haven't got a business plan at all, or if they have done one, they've done it at the beginning of their journey, and then they put it in a drawer and forget about it completely. This is the wrong thing to do. You need to be going back regularly and looking at your business plan to see if you're on track, what you need to change, what you need to tweak, what you need to work on, um, and actually be reassessing that business plan all of the time. It may be that your goals have changed. Maybe you want to market your business to a different audience or in a different way. All things like this will be within your business plan. And with that one, it's going to be much harder for you to run your business and stay focused. Number two, undercharging or undervaluing. So many people think that by going cheap when they start out, it will help them to get customers. I always ask people when first starting out whether they offer a lesser service than their competitors. Think about it. Is what you offer worth any less than others in the industry? Usually I hear something like, no, if anything, it's better. So if that's the case, why would you lower the prices? Cheaper doesn't always mean better quality and it doesn't always mean that people are going to choose you. Would you go somewhere just because it was the cheapest thing? No, you probably go somewhere or buy something because it's the best or you know it's going to fix the problem that you have. Cheap prices may even put some potential customers off as they they might think that what you're offering is a lower quality product or service. It might be good to start with an introductory offer for new clients or give discounts for new customers, but don't heavily discount your products and services so that it puts you at a loss. And by doing so, you're going to absolutely affect your business and the the ability to scale and to grow and to build your team. Number three, not defining your target audience or your client avatar. When I ask people the question, who is your client avatar? Almost every single person will say, well, anyone and everyone. And this couldn't be more wrong. You might be able to see your products and services to everybody, but you can't market it to every single person as your messaging will just be all over the place. You need to have a serious think about who is your ideal person for this product or service. 
You could even look back at the last 10 people who have bought from you and write down their characteristics out and use that as a basis for your client avatar. And don't just think about demographics like age or location. Think about behaviors. Who are they? What appeals to them? What doesn't appeal to them? What problems can you fix? What personality traits do they have? Make it personal so you can tailor the content to attract the right people. An example for this for me would be in my mastermind. They're all different ages. They all have completely different businesses. But the behaviors is what has attracted people to work with me and that attracts me to work with them. So they're action takers. They're people that want to make their business work. They're people that will go out of their comfort zones to make sure that they're putting themselves out there and their business out there to make sure that they're attracting the right people for their business. They're people that can take feedback or be challenged on their decisions. They're not people that will be offended or feel like it's a personal attack if we ask them a question. They're people that are coachable, that can learn from other people and that give as much as they take. Now, there's no way that I could sum those people up just by using their demographics. When I market to people, it's about their behaviors. I want to attract the people that I know that I can work with and have fun with as well as people that I can help with their businesses and people that get me and my personality and how I communicate to people. So when you're thinking about your target audience or your client avatar, think about their personality traits as well as their demographics. Number four, having a weak understanding of your finances over or underspending. So do you know your numbers? Do you know exactly how much your ingoings and outgoings are? Knowing your numbers is so important as a business owner. You need to have a good grasp of your finances so you can control what you spend and where you spend it so you don't end up wasting money. You also need to know what services or products are profitable, what takes you too long or what is going to be popular and what people are going to pay for. What's the market norm? Number five, having no support network. Having a close support network is fundamental for you and your business. And I'm not just talking about friends and family, but having a support network of other people in business who know exactly what you're going through and can really make a difference. Let's be real. We could have all the support we need from family and friends, but unless they're business owners themselves, will they really understand the struggles that you're going through? The not getting the clients that you need, the team that are calling in sick, the suppliers that have just hiked up their prices, the uncertainty of pandemics or recessions and what that means on your business and the fact that you can't just give it up because it's hard. You've put your heart and soul into this business and for you, there's no other option that it needs to work. There is no plan B. Finding a community or network of like-minded entrepreneurs is an absolute game changer and something I wish I knew about when starting my business journey 13 years ago. Number six, not having a clear marketing strategy. So marketing is all about how you're going to get people to buy from you and see you. Without having a clear marketing strategy, it can feel like you're sharing your products and services to everyone and anyone and just hoping for the best. 
Your marketing strategy will clearly determine exactly what and how you're going to promote specific products and services to the right people. Think about your messaging and the copy that you're using. Is it going to appeal to your client avatar? Seven, hiring the wrong type of people for your business. When the time is right, hiring a team is one of the most important things you can do for your business, but it's just as important to hire the right kind of people. Think about who you want working for you in your business. Do their values align with yours? Do they have a passion for the role and your business? Are they willing to put in the work and help you achieve your goals of the business? The dynamic of your team can really make or break your business. Eight, not nurturing your clients. You can't just gain followers and expect them to buy from you straight away. You need to nurture them. And this can happen in a handful of ways. Maybe by offering freebies or discounts, especially those who have been loyal to you. Ones that will benefit you and your business massively. You don't have to be doing it constantly. And I definitely recommend you don't because you won't have much of a business left if you do. But every now and then, offering something to those who have stuck by you and your business will always go a long way. I see a lot of people just offering discounts and freebies to new clients and customers to get them in. But where would you be without your existing customers and clients who have stuck by you throughout the years? Because without them, you wouldn't have a business. So think about how can you offer value or how can you create a deeper connections with those people that have been with you throughout your time as a business owner. Number nine, taking on too much yourself and not delegating or outsourcing. So trying to do everything in your business will eventually lead to burnout and exhaustion and you will be good for nothing or no one. So whilst at the beginning of your business journey, you may end up doing everything and you have the energy and the passion and the excitement to do so, this can only last for so long. Eventually, you're going to have to start delegating tasks so you can spend more time on the things that you enjoy and only the things that you as a business owner can do. E.g. the strategy, the where is the business going, the managing of who's in your business and how you're going to get the best out of them and the new ideas that's going to step you apart from everybody else. Number 10, thinking you'll get rich quick. Success takes time. As I've talked about a lot in my previous episodes, success does take time. There's absolutely no way that you'll get rich within a couple of weeks or make six figures overnight. It's just not realistic. No matter how many people tell you that they can make you an overnight success with this one thing, it just can't happen. You need to be able to build your business in the right way with the strong foundations and spend time in in putting your energy into the right things at the right time to make sure that your business is a success. So that's it for this episode. As always, I hope you've enjoyed it and I'm hoping that you've managed to learn a thing or two about yourself or your business or something that you need to introduce or implement or change or tweak. Um, Let me know whether anything stands out to you. Are you guilty of making any of these mistakes? Have there been things that you've worked on recently that's that's changed your business? Um, Reach out and let me know. Um, As always, don't forget to rate and review and I'll see you at the next episode. Bye.